PKN288, we're all here. We're all hanging out. You're still crushing those diet A&W cream sodas. Yeah. I am too. And Rupia, I'm convincing Rupia. myself that like it's not harming my water intake. It is. It definitely is. Like I'm I'm crushing like three or four of those a day sometimes. Like quite a Kyle, you probably put me to shame because when you get into a soda kick, it is your sole means of nourishment effectively. <laughs> I, I, I drink these and I drink uh, unsweet tea with lemon. That, that, that's mostly what I drink. These things can give me heartburn sometimes. So I, I probably really? only drink, I'm kind of like you, I'm probably drinking three or four a day. I can't do the sweet tea or the tea as much because like I like to just guzzle drinks, like whether it's water or whatever. And so I'll like forget that there's caffeine and tea. And I'll I get, get on, like halfway into my fourth glass and I'll be like, why, why does my heart feel weird? And then, <laughs> then you know why. Then you're in I actually it. get decaffeinated because I, you know, I buy it by the gallon. And like, mm -hmm. like you said, I, I'll drink three or four of those and, and, you know, I drink them at night, you know, before I'm going to bed and stuff. And so it's decaffeinated. It's all good. We're totally like different. Wait, I, really? There might be soda in this house from like the last time we threw a party. It could be nine months old in the bottom of the pantry somewhere. I don't even know. All I drink is water in the morning. I have a coffee. And sometimes if I'm hungry as like a, if I'm disciplined, instead of cheating, I'll do milk with protein powder, like a little protein pack. But That's fair. Yeah, it's that funny you mentioned like what's in the pantry. So <clears throat> we talked about the coronavirus a couple of weeks ago and we all gave our threat levels, you know, and I have said, I'm a one. Yours? I've gone oh. from a one to a two. Okay. All right. And I'll okay. tell you why. No, I'm not worried about the. I remember what I said. I'm not worried about the coronavirus, but here's my thing. Mm -hmm. It's very, very communicable. That's the thing about the coronavirus. It only kills 1% mm -hmm. of the people who contract it. The very old, the very Which young. Which is about 100 times more than the regular flu. Yeah. Um, really? 1% like, like sounds like nothing, but compared to like a normal disease, it's pretty, pretty nuts. It's, it's also 1% of poor Chinese people. So like we're hardier than them. People in are dying case. in France now. They got money and cheese and oh, chocolate, bleu. <laughs> chocolate. <Yes>. yeah, <laughs> wine, all the things to keep a strong immune system. Universal health care. So, I feel like I could fight <laughs> off this coronavirus. It'd be, it'd be no big deal. It'd be no big deal. I really, I really do. If they, I think if they you were would like, too. Yeah. If they offered how much, I'll tell you this. All right. How much money would it take for someone to jab you with some Corona right now? Four hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> no, three ninety nine. Move over, Taylor. <laughs> Fuck, uh, uh, three three seventy seven. Underbidding each other. <laughs> I'm not giving you any more than ten. One you know? penny, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> now, realistically, you know, if it really is, it seems like the symptoms are just the flu. And yeah. all of us are young and virile enough. Like potent. we don't have autoimmune disorders. We're potent. We exercise. We eat right-ish. Sometimes, <laughs> not really. You know, I don't. But, you know, <laughs> that just means I prepared my body to have to deal with that. So, my body's used yeah, to adversity. Grand. Yeah, give me, in the give me ten grand. Ten grand. Pop that needle in me. Yeah, I feel the same way. But but here's my thing. I was listening. You're gonna lose some weight. I was watching some lady from the World Health Organization mm -hmm. uh, talk about how dangerous this thing could be and how the world should prepare for a potential pandemic and 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 then i started thinking like it's not it's not this virus that i would be worried about it would be like if this thing mutated into something else like like some sort of AIDS. hollywood like terror movie you know where it's like something not, did you say aids yeah mutates into even worse aids okay <laughs> well what i'm worried about is like it's kind of like how they made killer bees right they they, they were like oh we'll take this one bee that uh, that makes a ton of honey, and we'll take this other bee that's very hardy, and we'll we'll mate them together. And what they actually created was like the the meanest bee ever, who's very hardy, and that they, they don't even make it. I'm it doesn't make idiot. any goddamn honey. Is this how killer bees were created? <laughs> yeah, the, it yeah. was it was it was an experiment where they hybrid their their hybrid man made bees. killer bees. We killer bees make... are man made, and then they They're escaped the laboratory and they bees. ran wild. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, they take they took this African honeybee that was like really good at defending itself and very hardy, and they made it with some sort of like honeybee from South America that makes a ton of honey, like like more than the average bear, and they created the killer bees, which are very temperamental and they swarm for like much much longer than regular bees. Or they pursue. Well, I vote uh, against this. I, I vote against it. You know how when, when, and like my understanding of it too, I haven't even looked into this in so long, mm -hmm. is after they made them and they got out of control, they're like, all right, well, they are aggressive and robust. 
they're still not making much honey, but they're, <laughs> but they're very angry about it. Very, very angry. I remember watching, I must have been like 11. And I was killer watching the news with my parents. And I, it was like a news story about kill, Africanized killer bees. And you know how most kids will be like, man, I thought that uh, uh, quicksand would be a bigger threat than it is when sure. you grow up like that kind of old bit. I was terrified of Africanized honeybees because I remember watching the special and they're like, it's now contained to like these regions over here and this and that. And I was like, oh, even I'm old enough to know that that's very far away. And then it showed a graphic and being like, well, they estimate by 2004, it's they may thing. make their way into North America. And it shows just a red horde of bees going across the ocean. Yes. And I remember laying in bed awake that night terrified yeah. of being chased down by bees in the middle of recess like just picture myself playing kickball and then the teachers are like taylor inside and i turn around there's just the sun's blotted out with bees <laughs> who, who want to kill me turns out that never happened i was also afraid of jaws in my closet for a month after yeah I saw so what happened there was a movie called killer bee nightmare and it came out in like uh when i was in elementary school and so it I want to say my bedtime was like 9 p.m. Mm. as a as a little guy, and this thing came on at 8 p.m., which meant you got to be up till 10. And I was like, "Please, yeah. mom, let me stay up. Please, mom, let me stay up. The killer bees. <laughs> I'll get up. I promise, I'll get up for school." And <laughs> by 10 p.m., I was shaking because <laughs> because like they they swarm and like cover the family's house with like like bees, and they're like coming in from every little orifice the house has, and they're stuffing towels, and the boys going into anaphylactic shock. <laughs> And they've got to get get out and get some epinephrine for the I swear, boys. I They're... watched that movie at the age you're describing. Is it either it's an older TV? Age, it's a made or... for TV movie. Yeah. 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 I couldn't have been 20 something when I got that scared. <laughs> no, I had well, this... emotionally. <laughs> I had like yeah. the same what experience. Like, oh, I'm too scared to go to work tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I can't make it in. I'm sorry. The killer bees. Have you heard of But, but yeah, they had this graph of like. It looks like the weather map, how like the, the hot places will be darker red, mm -hmm. but it was that like moving north and north and north. And they're like, by 1999, they'll be. And I'm like, oh God, they'll be here by 99. Mm -hmm. I, I'm never, that's two years from now. What are we going to do? It's like the graphic showing Saruman slowly conquering Fangorn <laughs> Forest. Yes. And knowing the devastation that's coming. I remember yes. the efforts they took to like prevent the bees from getting in. And they go to like, I'm like, oh, they're in a car. A car is sealed. This will be okay. But no, there's air conditioning vents. They run to yep. a bathroom and, and they, they put towels in the bathroom. Has towels. They put them under the doorway. And I'm like, all right, now it's sealed. And then they start working their way through that exhaust vent. It, like nothing was safe from these bees and their ability to go through little places. And They're it, scarier. Like it's very easy to look at someone like walk through a spider web or have like a wasp or something around them and be like, fucking pussy as they're like, woo, woo. <laughs> like if one Africanized bee crawled into this room right now, I'd be like, I'll see you guys Thursday. I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. I'm, I'm out. Those, those things can just keep stinging and stinging and stinging. I don't want to fuck with it. Yeah. So what I was getting at with the whole thing was I would be worried that this virus that is highly communicable would mutate into something not only very communicable, but also deadly, much like the killer bee. And, and then it could actually be a real, like, legitimate problem. And I was like, you know, like, what would I do? And I'm thinking, like, well, I'd stay here. You know, I definitely wouldn't go out. I, I definitely wouldn't even want, like, my groceries delivered because that's just a person mm -hmm. that I don't even know going to a populated area, getting my things, and then mm -hmm. coming to me after touching God knows what. I don't know if they're washing their hands. And I was like, well, how much food do I have around here? And I looked in the cupboard, and I was like, well, this is a lot of food. I keep a lot of canned food. And I, mm. I, you know, I've got, oh, there's some pasta noodles up there for days and pastas, like yeah. a lot of soup. But I, I started thinking like, this looks like if I really was careful, three weeks of food, maybe a month, I was like, hmm, I need more food. And so I got get on Instacart and I'm like, all right, let's get uh two pounds of black eyed peas and two pounds of pinto beans and two pounds of black beans and uh, six pounds of rice and you're gonna have a horrible smelling home. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, all right, what do you have for protein? What kind of beans do you like? What kind of beans do you want, my friend? The odor will keep the killer bees away. It's just yeah. <laughs> it's like, I got three pounds of got three pounds of peanut butter. Got a bunch of crackers. Got a bunch of canned corn. <laughs> Um, a pallet you know, of fiber corn. Bars. <laughs> yeah. Hear me out, baby. I've got kind of a fumigation plan. <laughs> <laughs> the looters will be terrified. They're not coming in here. In shocking <laughs> news, the bees have begun to contract coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs>
and they can give it to you through their steak. Yeah, so I, I spent like $95 on groceries and I, I just looking at it, that looks to me like a good solid three months worth of food. Cause like beans and rice just go forever. Right. I got a couple of those like big prepared. tubs of like 60 meals a piece, like those mm -hmm. freeze dried meals that last for like 30 years. I've got 120 meals like that. that I just like have just in case the, yeah, I consider doing that, but they're very expensive, like per meal. Whereas I figure, like, like honestly, like two pounds of rice costs, I think a dollar and seventy cents, and mm -hmm. two pounds of beans is like the same. So for like three dollars, I don't know how far that goes, but I, it's got to be ten meals. It's yeah, like Kyle's invested meal. half dozens of dollars in this plan. It should be foolproof. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah those, <laughs> like you want you want regular, like from what I've garnered from the half baked fucking YouTube investigation I've done on these prepper things mm. is that you want those like freeze dried foods or those ones that like you add a little water to as like the last bit of emergency thing because they'll last for like 30 years. But before you dip into any of that kind of stuff, you want like what you're saying, like potatoes and rice and canned food. Dry goods. That's, yeah. That, that lasts a long time, but it's, you know, not canned not goods years, do not like expire. Good. Yeah. Like canned goods do not really? expire within any sort of reasonable. Time. No, there's an like expiration date on the can, but you think there that, is. Uh -huh. It's bullshit. It's okay. bullshit. You can do. You can Google this. It's 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 bullshit. Um, Thirty years. That can of corn is. It might be a little bit like ah, this kind of has a funky texture, but it's still food. It's not gonna make you sick or anything. Mm. So like you know, I I just I just feel a little bit more comfortable if I've got because if it happened, if it, if it was like you know, actually running rampant out there. I wouldn't want to go outside at all and no. deal with any sorts of people. And this virus is interesting. I was trying to talk to Filthy about this, but he doesn't didn't receive it well. The fact <laughs> that it's not that deadly, is part of why it's a problem. Uh, you get uh, you're able to pass it on to other people for two weeks, the first two weeks, and you don't even have any symptoms. So mm -hmm. people are thinking that they're healthy, going to you know, whatever, Magic Kingdom, which is closed in China, but work with me. And, you know, going to public places and they're spreading it all over, having no mm -hmm. idea. You'd think they're irresponsible plane travelers taking coronavirus on there, but they feel healthy. And the yeah. fact that it only kills 1%, that impacts how we deal with these people. If it killed 95% of the people, China would just plug a hole in their head <laughs> and, uh, and bury yeah, like them before four, four it got anywhere. That's what they're doing in North Korea, yeah. by the way. Really? Yes. Hey, that doesn't surprise that's me. Not a good According plan. to the internet. Well, well, that's true. Probably Twitch. You know chat. what? The internet has <laughs> this really weird anti-North Korea bias, and I'm not. He missed me with that. You know, that's intolerant. Miss me with that. <laughs> Every culture is, is valid. I was thinking. Now you got me thinking about prepper shit. Mm. Like I was thinking a real good idea, like of like supplies to buy other than like food and water, is buy a ton of handles, like those big bottles of cheap ass like vodka. And I feel like you could really do some bartering with that, like just filling like water bottles with it and being like, hey, you got a nice fucking loaf of bread there. What do you want? And they're like, well, we didn't prep. We didn't get alcohol. Like, Excuse stuff me, like gentlemen. Drugs and alcohol. Yes, no. yes. You five on, on the back of the truck with the ski masks. Um, mm. I've got a ton of alcohol inside. Perhaps <laughs> I could trade a bit of it for one of your assault rifles. No, no, oh, 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 I see. I see. Oh, okay, then. All right. Oh, bend over. Oh, it's, oh. <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. No, nobody wants to rape. There are house. women. Uh oh, you don't. You don't care. Huh? <laughs> I've got quite the stockpile here of, of women. I, I do boys. have lube. Yeah, can I at least get lube? Yeah. <laughs> can I talk you into a condom? <laughs> Meet me halfway. Feel like such a fucking retard because in my head I was like, yeah. That'd be like liquid gold down there. Ooh, this motherfucker's <laughs> got real chicken thighs and I've been eating <laughs> potted meat. I'm mm. trading some vodka for those chicken thighs, but more likely than not, so I'm just going to get killed and all of my, my wares are going to get stolen. How do you barter in, a, in an era like that? Like you have your, your main man next to you holding him at gunpoint. That guy's got his main man holding Snipers on rooftop looking over the Yeah, uh, I got my roof Koreans. <laughs> with, with the mustaches yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't know i don't, I don't think know. there's gonna be a lot of bartering if that if that sort of thing happens you know all right I well my idea is a lot of rape and murder and murder and rape yeah 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 we live in a society <laughs> until, until then. and people who think that have no shit <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I think that uh, I, I think that in an actual like disaster, like a real disaster, where like there's no electricity and no running water, and the shelves are all bare everywhere. That yeah, nobody's bartering. They're just taking and killing and taking some more. 
Yeah. I I feel like you gotta loot these stores. Like you have to be on the first on the second wave of looters. The first wave when the police are still active, you don't want to go with them. Once mm. the police have disbanded, you want to be like right at the front door of Costco. Right? Best buy. Yeah. You just you're stealing fucking. I learned from New Orleans. <laughs> Go right to Best Buy. You're gonna be able to barter those those screens for bread, milk, whatever. That was funny. Yeah, it, like I got, I got I got I got six Red Bulls and a pallet of of <laughs> laptops, and it's like you fucking retard. I wonder where the red like the I meant to I got me saying red. But I wonder where the New Orleans looters' truth was. I can't tell, right? Because when like there were people who looted in other places and oh they're taking all the bread and the milk and the you know multivitamins or whatever you know <laughs> saintly things there are for you to steal and then the new orleans looters oh they went to best buy and the 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 poster child for new orleans looter was that guy with the heineken the crazy hair like that he had like a tub full of heineken what kind of hairstyle would you say it was unkempt um, <laughs> nice dodge. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. but like, that, it I wasn't. Is that the about. truth? Perhaps truth? you could crudely draw it in Microsoft Paint, real quick, uh, the audience. <laughs> I, I remember it a little bit, like um, uh, Krusty, Krusty the Clown, right? <laughs> He's just okay. like, yeah, a little, little sideshow Bob action going on. All okay, right. yeah. Wait. I mean, like, oh, you're, it's always, uh, one of those. I forget. Yeah, it, yeah. it's always sunny like as silly as it is they hit the nail on the head with the looting thing where frank is like you know they're saying these people are looting and then look they, they look at these people they say they're they're uh they're surviving what's the difference and d's like they're looting if they're stealing tvs and microwaves they're surviving <laughs> if they're stealing bread and vitamins and milk mm -hmm. frank's just like nah. I don't know. And then, then, then it shows him stealing skis in the middle of the LA riots. <laughs> <laughs> like, he, doesn't even, he doesn't even ski. No way, Frank skis. Yeah, I was he's trying LA to defend the looters you know? because yeah, <laughs> I was there. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I, I don't know what the. I would want to. I wouldn't want to be stealing electronics in the middle of a flood. That mm. seems just like a a plan destined to fail. A bit counterintuitive. Yeah, it just doesn't yeah. make a lot of sense. But yeah, it, it, it did seem silly. What I wasn't going to do is go buy a bunch of MREs because those are crazy overpriced. They're like $15 a meal or something like that. And the whole point of an MRE is that you're going to be like packing it, right? It's, right. it's They're light, self-contained meals that you could throw in a backpack and have several days. You know, that's what they're for. They're not necessarily for storing in a cupboard and like taking off a shelf and cracking open or anything. Like a can of food does that job perfectly. Yeah, Kyle, and for 60 cents. If things went fully wild, right? And suddenly the police weren't able to maintain order. <laughs> would you bug out or lock down in your current location? Oh, first I'm going to my friend's house who lives about 15 minutes away mm -hmm. and arming up. And then I'm then I'm heading northeast to, to my dad's place for sure. Okay. Can't, can't lock down out here. I would lock I'm, down here, I'm I think. Color for that. Oh, I, knew, I had no idea. <laughs> I think I'd lock down here. I don't know. It depends. Atlanta? You would be a fucking target in your in your palatial estate there. They'd it, be like, I bet he's still got food. Get him. <laughs> the huge hole uh, of people. All right, we're going to have to install some sort of sniper tower. Then we got it covered. <laughs> you know? you booby trap your front yard. They like step on a landmine. You have to be like, Jackie, we just have the hope that they don't know that was the only one. <laughs> <laughs> Step back, there's at least four, two more. <laughs> I wish I sighted in the 50 cal. It's, yeah. <laughs> that 50 cal sight is so far off that it doesn't hit the target at like 50 yards. And then it becomes really difficult to like, it, look, if it was two feet off, then I could adjust it two feet and then I'd be within a few inches. Because it's, I don't know, four feet off, then I'm not, I don't even know where to adjust it. Okay, so what you do is <clears throat> put it on a table or a bench or whatever um, so it's steady. It's not going to move at all. And then you set up a target out there. It doesn't even have to be a target. It could be a stone. It could mm. be a knot on a tree. And you look, you pull the bolt out. You know, you push the release, pull the bolt out of the back so you can look straight down the barrel. And then you, looking through that hole, you look through and put the target at dead center of the barrel. Mm -hmm. Then, without touching or moving the rifle, you put your eye to the, the scope and you adjust the scope until the crosshairs move to the target, and you have now hmm. bore sighted your rifle. Interesting. Kyle knows how to sight a rifle, and I know why he knows, and I think the story is interesting. 
his father told him, like, you learn to do this. And then everyone has to come to you because they don't know how. Mm -hmm. I'm one of those people that <laughs> Kyle's dad warned him about. <laughs> I'd have been useless. I'd be like, just shoot it faster. <laughs> Scare them away. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, I knew of boar sighting, but no one's ever explained it to me like that. So yeah, it's super simple. I've got a, I made a video about it a long time ago, and I explained, <clears throat> I want to say that if you have the rifle zeroed at 50 meters, it is also zeroed at 200 meters, or it might be 150 meters. I don't remember exactly. 223 or everything? That's a good question. Now, it would change a little bit. Um, I believe I was shooting 223. Yeah. It's because of the arc of the bullet. Yeah. Yeah. It, but but I'm, sure that, I'm sure there's a graph online you could easily find. And, and so that, that's just a way of, if you don't have a big area to sight your rifle in, like a lot of property, yeah, I, got, I got a 50-yard range I can go to. You can do it there and just know and because of maths that oh it's also good at 175 or whatever it is it's going to change by the caliber i think yeah I think. and then depending what you're shooting it all might be good enough like i don't know if it's a deer you probably have like what an eight inch target where it's all good yeah <clears throat> the thing is um if your rifle is zeroed at 100 yards and it's off by one inch at 200 yards, it's off by two inches now. At mm. 400 yards, it's off by four inches now. So, so however much variance you have, that's being doubled every time you go another, you double the distance. So it's, we always tried to be as, as precise as yeah, possible. Yeah, but I guess what I was saying is like, at a, my um, range is meters. At 100 meters, I try to have all my, my grouping like the size of a quarter. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, um, but I feel like whatever I'm shooting at is the size of a dinner plate. And that's way easier to hit. Yeah. Yeah. Aim small, miss small. Yeah. But I didn't understand what that meant at all the first time I saw that. I was like, what does he mean? A <laughs> 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 little older, I was like, ah, fucking retard. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. That, of course, is from the Patriot, Mel Gibson, teaching mm -hmm. his sons to, to kill the British. Great scene. He's just hacking him up. That fucking tomahawk. He's Boy. very Didn't good. Didn't he at have British like a really killing. brutal movie come out recently that's supposed to be good? Mel Gibson, like a, a really violent one. Or something? <clears> I no, I don't believe so. He had a movie come out uh, fairly recently, but I don't know that it was super violent or anything. Oh, um, I was thinking of Hacksaw Ridge. That was a real good movie. I like Hacksaw that. Ridge. Is great. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Is that Tom Holland? Yes, 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 yes. Mm. Is it Tom Holland's yeah. the Spider Man, right? Am I crazy? He was Spider-Man. He's no longer. Oh, is he not Spider-Man? Isn't anymore? it James Garfield, or how do I have him reversed? Or no, Andrew Garfield is in. Okay, um, it's Garfield was in Hacksaw, but and and but Tom and he was the Spider-Man, but they replaced him with um, Tom, Holland. Tom Holland, who's the young fella. Right. Okay. He's actually not as young as. Well, I can't fact check it, but I think he's older than we think. <laughs> that he just appears really young. Yeah, he's supposed to be sixteen, but I would guess he's twenty-two or something at least. Might but that's be. how most movies are, you know. Yeah. It's, it's rare that you see kids and you're like, oh, that is a fucking kid. Holy shit. I'm not very Ginger sure about it. Like I guess I, I, when I saw his age, I was surprised because I thought he was genuinely young. But. It's like when I first started watching that 70s show. I like, on, like the first scene oh, yeah, where okay. I saw yeah. Donna, I was like, whose mom is that? Oh. I was like, oh, she's supposed to be Eric's girlfriend. Oh, Eric looks like he, he just doesn't he wear makeup. Stepmother. Come on. She also had like a woman's body, right? She didn't look teenager-y at all. She's very me. tall as well. Yeah, she's, she's a big yeah, girl. Tall. tall and like, she's I don't know. Girls go through, it, it, sometimes in, in, as a teenager, girls through this like bone skinny period, you know, where they're gangly and stuff. She was long past that. She was like yeah. voluptuous. Yeah, Mila Kunis was like, 16 or something when she started that show making out with like a 30 year old uh ashton kutcher is that true yeah yeah she was mm. underage when she started the show and she just lied about her age what yeah i didn't know that yeah i didn't yeah, know ashton was that old either i know yeah, that guy like i know 42 that, uh... now by i would say yeah ashton he dated demi moore for a long time and sure she did. was like i'm making 50. up numbers 20 years older than he was or something mm -hmm. yeah yeah she was a looker, though. Probably she, still is. She held up well. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I don't know how she's held up lately, but she held up well yeah. during their relationship. I'm sure she got, went a little rotten and he dropped her. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. He, what's he been doing? Is he in anything now? Ashton Kutcher? I don't he know. Take his, 
is that 70s show money and bounce his butterfly effect um shit. <clears throat> I, I think oh he's, he's in some show on show. netflix yeah, yeah the ranch yeah. right oh yeah i scroll past that and i'm like man that looks awful yeah, I, think he that. I think he almost works full-time trying to prevent human slavery or something like that does that ring well, a bell? now i feel like a jerk <laughs> no like he, i've been working uh, against him this whole time <laughs> yeah, I, 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 he's over in Libya, like, I'll take the girl. And like, $45, <laughs> sir. And he's like, not so fast. I'm actually butcher. And it's you like, got punked. Yeah. <laughs> we're, taking, we're taking your whole inventory. Does this, does this mean I get to go free? No. <laughs> no. I need to sign this release, though. Yeah, just make your mark. Whatever. <laughs> Hi, I'm blood. Johnny Knoxville, and this is blow up a open air slave market. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> so we went into my dad's bedroom and put him in a helicopter and we're flying him to the middle of Libya in the middle of the night. <laughs> Dude, look at that fucking fat ass Phil chained up there with the other slaves. <laughs> you know, Don Tell Vito him we're was not like gonna a child buy him back. Yeah. Is Don oh, Vito. Yeah, Don Vito ended up being a real creep. Bam Margera's like shocked. uncle or something like that. Is he the fat yeah. one that he always like abused in his sleep and stuff? That's no, his that dad. was his dad. Oh, okay. uh, Don, his dad seems like a wholesome guy who just didn't want to get fucked with by his son. But yeah. Don Vito was like into. What, was he like a creep with of age girls, or was he a? I think he was a child girls? molester. I, I think he actually went after okay. actual. Well, where how young were they? Three, no four. Idea. Oh, I don't, I don't even know if they remember it. I, I feel like there's a sweet spot where you're, where it's best. You know, when they're like seventeen and they can consent, or when they're two and they don't remember. Right. Everyone uh, knows so this. in. 2006, yeah, he was arrested on suspicion of inappropriately touching two 12-year-old girls. Uh, That's the bad handsome mugshot, though. Is it? You're yeah. Like, He's always got one eye on the prize. I, I absolutely will. Um, hang on. I want to get the image, not necessarily the article. It'll just take a moment. He was, I mean, he made for some funny content in those movies. I wish that they, that <clears> none <throat> of those guys with jackass ever got their drug problems under control <laughs> selfishly oh, I, <laughs> so I they would what, still be doing that just in a weird type of man, I don't know virus you like send that. in I don't know why it looked <laughs> like that it, it, it was so many characters that it like gave me a warning but in any case it's just a oh well, well it's all good did you guys see the stock market if you look at it all I saw I it was down a thousand points all. or something so it was down a thousand points yesterday and almost 900 today and you know, wow. together it's down almost 2000 and uh it's the worst two-day drop in like the history of the stock market but that's point wise percentage wise no, if percentage. i were to guess something you know like the great depression you know that fell off was bigger mm -hmm. but uh but point wise it's the biggest and what's the cause of it you coronavirus the coronavirus yeah uh -huh. it scares about the coronavirus i guess a lot of china has uh you know to shut down they stop going to work they're trying to stop people from meeting together so that they stop spreading this and uh, that's taken a huge hit on their like productivity. Of course, they make click America's goods and the world's <laughs> goods, and uh, and then of course they're going to stop earning money over there. And they're just afraid that that's going to have a ripple effect. I didn't act on it, but when it went down yesterday, I'm like, it's a buying opportunity. You know, lock in. And then I was like, ah, oh, I should have moved faster. And then it went down again. So buying opportunity? I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, why wouldn't it be? You know. I mean, it's not like you're going to lose money. It's always going up. It's just it trends up. It trends up, yeah. Sometimes it goes down. Like, yeah, but it'll go back up, you know? But it's down, I'm going to make up numbers, something like 6% over the last two days. It mm -hmm. could, they go down 40% sometimes. Tell you what, I bought some thermal goggles in Tarkov, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. They were 7 million rubles a piece, and I bought two pair. Mm -hmm. Then they did a drop event. Bottom fell out of the market, went mm -hmm. to 1.8 million. Mm. Everybody was scared. They didn't know what to do. You know what Kyle did? He bought 15 more pair. Damn. 15 more pair at 1.8 million rubles a piece. Right now, 6 million rubles a pair. Back in the black. Back in the black. Nice. nice. I took half of my savings, <laughs> put it all into Kohl's cash. All mm. into thermal goggles. That's I what took you do. my whole savings, I dumped it into thermal goggles in real life. You know what? I'm taking a big risk 
that pogs are coming back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still have my beanie babies. They'll bounce. Yeah, my They'll rebound. And my pogs. I got. Uh, I'm investing in the tulip market. Right <laughs> Did you see that meme where somebody like it was like the divorce? They were like it was like a picture of a beanie baby, and they're like mm. the beanie babies from from the mid '90s that were of course filled with spider eggs are ha finally hatching out. Yeah. <laughs> and they had an image of like spiders just crawling like crazy out of a ruptured beanie baby. And somebody in the comments is like, for real? <laughs> You've probably seen the picture of the man and the woman in court, like a family court dividing up their beanie, beanie babies. Yeah, like on the floor. So I, it inspired me to go to eBay and just like look at beanie babies. There are right. still expensive beanie babies out there on eBay. I don't know sure. if they're selling. Like I didn't look. What was their... the priciest one you found? Uh, so right off the bat, fifteen hundred, twenty five hundred. Um, I've still got all mine. That's real money. I mean, here's yeah. another thousand. Here's a two thousand. Uh, so that's top end right out of the gate. Twenty five hundred is the most priciest. But man, some of these beauty babies look cute. I wouldn't pay six hundred though. Wouldn't no. pay a dime. Wouldn't pay a dime. It's a little fuzzy animal that I'm not supposed to even fucking touch or give to an animal or anything. It wouldn't pay a dime. We've got. I remember going to a whole in the house. Full of them. I'd pay a dime. They used to give out gold, gold-plated Pokemon cards. I remember and, those. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I remember going through and getting my little Charizard, you know, Pokemon like metal, you know, gold thing. And in my, you know, eight-year-old head, I'm like. I, I can't believe McDonald's is being so foolish. I'm set. You know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm, I'm being, they're giving me gold. Now, if, if I could just get my mom or my grandma to take me every day, I could have enough gold. To, <laughs> it was just like, oh, you know, it was uh, also like that the 101 Dalmatian um, um, marketing thing. Like McDonald's oh, had, yeah. had the little Dalmatians. And of course, there's 101 of them motherfuckers and they all have different names and biographies. And it's like, do you know how many Happy Meals this is going to require? <laughs> this is so many happy meals. I'm not even happy about it anymore. Just every time, it's just like, please, can we go to McDonald's? Please, please, please. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even want the food. Just give, just yeah, give, just give me the toy. Just give me the toy. Can I get two toys and no hamburger? Yeah. Like, like my sister would get the chicken uh, happy meal. I get the the fucking hamburger happy meal, extra pickles, extra mustard, and I was so happy. Oh, it's fucking Pongo! <laughs> oh shit! I like to imagine the copy editor that absolutely killed himself when he was assigned all right we just need you to come up with 101 unique bios for 101 different fictional dogs and he's sitting there like oh all right uh dog number three this is fucking bozo and <laughs> oh honey i can't i can't go to your mother's tonight it's not because of an excuse it's, um, i have i have 97 more bios to come up with Did you yeah i'm gonna leave the gun on my desk all evening <laughs> yeah, bring the second bottle of scotch, hun. Yeah. <laughs> you said McDonald's made a mistake. They actually did when I was a kid. It was the 1984 Olympics. And maybe you know this. They uh on the side of everything, on the side of their their hamburger, their drink and their french fries, you take this little thing off and depending on what the Americans got in the Olympics, you that was would get Olympics, stuff. Right? It was summer. And uh 84 do I have this? I think I have this right in LA, right? You're absolutely right. Yeah. So um, anyway, <laughs> all you'd have to do is like bundle together 99 cents, get to McDonald's <laughs> and buy like a fry or a small fry. <laughs> and then what happened was all the communists boycotted the American Olympics. In 80, we boycotted the Moscow Olympics. In 84, they boycotted the American Olympics. So we won fucking everything sometimes we get <laughs> gold silver and bronze in these events because there were like the east germans weren't there the russians weren't there I, I don't know about chinese they probably sucked at sports at the time but like like we were <laughs> crushing it we've never had that many things so you get a small fry and like you'd get something else and and you take it off and you're like oh we got gold and bronze on this one i'll take a <laughs> burger and a drink and then it's like the burger and the drink come off like, we got two golds and a silver out of these food <laughs> would just pile on and pile on. It's like on. a Magic the Gathering combo. And then I will play free <laughs> And then I will parlay the free McChicken into a small fry. And you're just standing there and they're like, he's on an infinite loop. <laughs> By the way, I'm evolving the Big Mac to a combo. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, yes, my double quarter pounder with cheese does have trample, so I'll have. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna tap my medium coke twice. Yeah, I'm gonna, tap, I'm gonna tap my medium coke, and then I will return all this food for cash value. <laughs> no, not the trump card. And That's then I right. will use that six hundred dollars to buy six hundred more. Small <laughs> <laughs> Some poor McDonald's employee. Yeah. Throw the board. You just Do you know the it. whole controversy about the Monopoly game that, that McDonald's had? Where it was rigged for a while, right? Not, Not rigged, a, but like somebody on the inside. Whole, dude, so, so that was what they said, and that's what I believed. There's a whole thing on HBO. I think it's like a multi-part series where they break down what happened with the Monopoly shit. The mob was involved. <laughs> really? The mob was involved with scamming the Monopoly millions. They were like siphoning it to family members who they would have changed their names in like uh, in Tampa, or maybe Florida. I know it was in Florida and like they were winning it all. Like, like, like nobody won. Nobody won. I always heard that some guy on the inside was like making his friend win and then donating yeah. to charity or something like oh, that. I'd be here There's a whole documentary about how the mob is involved. And, and, and like, I guess the mobster's wife was going to come clean. Well, she got Jeffrey Epstein. She was crossing the road and a truck came by and whoopsie mm, daisy. And now they don't thing. have any more witnesses. Ah, <laughs> my favorite Just was because the road happened to be her front yard in the residence. Pepsi did a thing. <laughs> you guys probably know this one too. Pepsi did a thing where like if you had enough bottle tops, you could get different yes. events. Yeah. One of them was a Harrier jump jet. And some guy did the math on it. And it was like, I'm going to make up numbers, but it's like, huh? For half a million dollars, I can get a twenty-two million dollar jet. <laughs> I'm in, <laughs> and and he did it. And, and Pepsi was like, "It was obviously a joke." He's like, "No joke. Give me the jet." I don't know how it yeah. ended. What they do? Just I think like, they had to give him cash. I, I think they had to pay him off. There was another one that was. Um, That's so funny. There was some kind of a car giveaway. Oh, what was the fuck? Toyota. Oh yeah, so the, uh, it was. She, she she won a Toyota. It was like a radio and they contest hand her a with toy. these DJs that were zany. So instead, they give her a toy Yoda. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and she's like, bullshit, I'm suing. I want a fucking Corolla, you <laughs> And they had to give her one. Yeah. yeah. That's like the <laughs> Dumb and Dumber where he's like, no, I said I'd give you 10 doll hairs. It's <laughs> like, where are my 10 doll hairs? He's like, here's a 20. <laughs> <laughs> Have you I ever won this. anything off a radio yeah. show or like have you ever won anything I tried at all? So hard. I there was uh they were giving away a 1955 Chevrolet back when um I was homeschooled and my dad and I would be in the truck every morning so we'd listen to the same radio show like every morning like without fail, which is kind of I guess if you commute you you would catch yeah. 30 minutes of it but because we're hunting we're up right when it starts and we're getting like two full hours of it like on the way to the spot and on the way back and just sitting in the you know getting warm in the truck or whatever. And they were giving away a 55 Chevrolet, like perfectly restored. And they played this game where you had to name the sound. And it would be zany. It'd be like stapling something to a marker board or something. It'd be like, like what's that noise? And like it would go on for weeks. No one's guessing the noise. And we've got a we've got like a a, a pin and a pad in the car. And I'm like, <laughs> maybe it's a coffee mug being slid back and forth on a table. I, I don't I would I was always calling in, trying to get that thing. Uh, yeah, I've never called into a radio show. I've, I've called won, in a few times. I won tickets once. Uh, that was cool. We won a newlywed game thing once. It wasn't a radio show. It was an in-person thing at a bar. That we eat. What'd you yeah. get? Uh, a vibrator, lube, a free dinner at the bar, and uh, I don't know, some other stuff like that. It was fun. I won a poker night once at a bar. And it was just like a free meal, like vouchers for the restaurant because you couldn't use real money. It was like a tournament. Hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm I don't a really want much. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I, I don't want a lot of things. I, I had a uh, my dad had a friend, and he would always win this this nonsense. He'd go to these things called buckaramas, and what it is, it's like a a big hunting convention that they have at those convention centers, and it's huge. And uh, every product that has to do with hunting and fishing would be represented there. There'd be booths and stuff, and you could see the brand new Johnsonville fucking bass boat and the, the new Mossberg 12 gauge and all oh, the new duck decoys with the vibrating wings and the, all that shit would be there. And they'd have those raffles everywhere. There's a raffle. And this guy would just always buy tons of raffle tickets at, 
every single thing. He was always winning. It was <laughs> shocking to the point where like we wondered like if he had had, a, had an in with somebody like like if he's cheating like he yeah, won a, <laughs> like like he wasn't just winning like a hat like he won a boat one year like a like a fucking Did he buy bass a lot boat. of tickets. Not so many that it like added that up. It to made like, sense. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't buy five thousand dollars worth of tickets. Like maybe he bought five hundred dollars. Yeah. Because I could win every day. lottery if I just buy all the combos. Yeah, I see what you mean. But but then later on, he did statute of limitations. So <laughs> <laughs> he did this. There was the they had this contest for who kills the biggest buck that year, and it's a huge prize pool. It's really big deal. Like I don't remember all. You win tens of thousands of dollars plus like a rifle and sometimes mm -hmm. even a truck like and and there's lots of people in, into this thing it's like for the like a whole state or a whole region and so what the guy did he had a deer in his backyard in a pen that he was raising for years oh <laughs> feeding it this and it was mean as fuck. you'd go back there and he'd like try to get at you with the antlers and and he was feeding it like good like nutrition is very important <laughs> for like getting a big like rack and uh, there's a lot of dimensions that they measure. There's a scoring system. It has to do with the diameter of the antler, um, the, the inside um, uh, width measurement, the outside, the height. Symmetry is a thing, the number, number of points. points. Yeah. And there's this complicated uh, equation that comes up with a, a number. Oh, that's a 297 buck. You know, and, and I want to say that would be excellent. Like, like I, I, It's been a long time since I've been into that stuff, mm -hmm. but 250 to 350 is, is just top tier kind of, kind of stuff. They give you a lie detector though, with this with this this contest. The prize pool is so big, and they ask the question: Did you kill this? Did you harvest this deer in the lawful and whatever act of like actually hunting? You know, they want to make sure that you're the one who got this thing, you, and you didn't cheat or somehow you didn't mm -hmm. go to some farm somewhere or like you didn't go out of state and like take some other buckarama winner's deer and freeze it and bring it in here. So he knew that was coming. So he got in his he got in his camouflage. <laughs> he, he put his he put his 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 orange vest on. He got he got his climbing deer stand. He climbed up in a tree in his backyard. <laughs> sat down. <laughs> measured the horizon. Took note. Oh, look at that! My backyard. Where it's Bonzo, <laughs> the deer who's been living here for the last five in his years. His cage. He stood up. <laughs> Bam! Fucking <laughs> blew Bonzo away, climbed down, took out his license, went, punched it, <laughs> put it, put it back in his pocket, and he won the Buckarama that year. <laughs> Kyle. Man, what a classy way to win. If you wanted to bring back a giant deer, where would you go? Are they bigger out west? Are they huge mm -hmm. in Mexico? Like, big um, up north? Well, there's the different breeds of deer throughout North America. It, it, most of the Southeast has white-tailed deer, and those are a, those are one of the smaller species body-wise. The mule deer and the black-tailed deer that live more northernly are just a, a kind of a completely different species. It's like, it, or at least a different breed. It's like comparing like Holstein cows with like Brahmas or Black Angus or something like that. But out in Texas, they have really big deer. The, the main thing is nutrition and, mm -hmm. uh, and lineage. You know, the if this deer's daddy was had a big rack or whatever. Um, so out in Texas, they have the probably the biggest deer on those big ranches. You know, like um, they breed them out there and they they feed them continuously. There's feeders out there giving them this really nutritious feed that that's uh, that's that's sort of designed to promote antler growth and make them big and that it probably makes them go up. there. Like What's I imagine, that? if I went near the feeders, I'd find deer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Smart yeah. It's bullshit. I'm hunting. ready to yeah. hunt. <laughs> I yeah, guess. it's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I would just, even Bobby Hill knew it. I, I'd come back. <laughs> and, <laughs> I think I could win that deer right, competition by going to the wrong spot. Oh, like, son, it doesn't. No, it doesn't, son. <laughs> Why do you say I let you drive the car? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a good episode. Yeah. They're all good. Classic ass show. Oh, uh, Lord. <laughs> Lenore, yeah, it's just that just fucking shit. I, I want some guy to kill a moose and just insist it's a deer. You know, like <laughs> yeah. what? I think. Don't you try and tell me that's not a deer. <laughs> I think technically they are deer, but right? I know what you mean. Yeah, I got myself yeah. a nice four. This is the white-tailed deer contest, sir, and that thing doesn't even fit in your pickup truck. <laughs> You, you, it's in the tractor bucket. Get the hell out of here! Where did you find a moose in South Carolina? <laughs>
<laughs> it was here. Fuck you. I win. Give me my money. That's a white tail yeah. moose right there. Just because you don't <laughs> you know your you don't know your deer, that's yeah. not my problem. <laughs> now I'm, I'm not calling you a liar, but according to our system, this feather was in Manitoba four days ago. <laughs> Y'all got any zebra? Got any zebra Sir, that is a horse with spray paint. <laughs> God damn! <laughs> and it looks like you bought cream or some kind of taupe to finish it. But it doesn't even look right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's, I, I, I have, I don't like the way that whole hunting thing goes down. Like, like, I, I guess I don't care necessarily about the, <clears throat> the animals being killed because the end result is that they have a habitat to live in that they otherwise wouldn't have. And, and, yeah. and you get to ooh. eat them. Well, sometimes they eat them or whatever. I don't really like to eat them. But like, the thing is, I guess I think less of the people who go there and kill them and think they've accomplished a thing. Cause you haven't, you've done nothing. It's like, it's, it's like going fishing in a pond that's just been completely stocked full. Like, like mm -hmm. the, uh, near, near where I grew up, there's a, a catfish farm, like where they grow them and they grow them in these gigantic, they're like Olympic size swimming pools. And on one side they have this big sort of paddle boat wheel. Mm -hmm. Um, have you ever seen like those paddle bo boats yeah. that have the big spinny thing on the back and that aerates the water right so that the fish can breathe and then there's these automatic feeders that like sprinkle food out there and they're just in a concrete you drop like, a line hole. you'll catch something and people would do that and i'm thinking like they would like sneak out there and like catch a few and be like i caught eight last night and i was like how did you not catch a thousand yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, you're an asshole like, like if you're like don't brag about doing i caught a hundred at a time with a net what's wrong with you yeah yeah because <laughs> yeah. like when i grew up hunting like like we would we would go and like scout out locations like mm -hmm. like we you know and, and like walk through the woods and look for deer sign where that you know they rub trees in a certain way and you can tell by the size of the tree that a deer rubs how big the deer is because you know, a little deer rubs a little tree and a big deer can get its antlers around a big tree. So mm -hmm. you, you can you can tell if, you, if he's rubbing a tree that's like this fucking big, like eight, nine inches wide. It's like, oh, that's a pretty fucking big deer. And, you know, we'd scout those things out and find their trails and climb up in trees and wait for hours every day for weeks and weeks to kill deer. And then these people go and like out of Texas or whatever and pay to like go up in a tree with a guide and be like, all right, it's 730. They'll be here in a minute. Yeah, <laughs> yep, yep, yep. There he is. That that's Larry right there. Yep, yep. I think Joe Larry Rogan the does something. See, they're in not between. afraid because they're so oh. trusted. L yeah. Rogan <laughs> goes to Colorado and hunts things in the open, but he does mm -hmm. hire a guide. He described himself as a blue belt, which for people who don't know, that's one above white belt at mm -hmm. hunting. He's like, so he's a hunter, but he's not a, an expert. So he he brings a black belt out there with him to help him find the. Well, yeah, he only does it for the natural testosterone boost you get for eating elk meat. <laughs> Yeah. He also uses a bow, which I admire. I oh, think that that's the that's that's the yeah, cool that's way to cool. do it. Um, and uh, and you know, I, I think a lot of times there are some things that you hunt by tracking. Like like I'm, I'm not an expert. My, mostly, I hunted white-tailed deer, and uh, and some birds and like varmints and predators and stuff like that. But I think if you're hunting caribou, like you blow this big bugle horn and call them, and they bugle back, and then you start tracking them, and you might end up walking. 10 miles like like over tall hills up and down until you spot them with binoculars and then you try to get around them in such a way that they don't smell you and you shoot them so it's a whole thing there has to be a better idea like an electric skateboard for the woods well right? the, i mean you just hop in a helicopter if you're just looking to kill you know? <laughs> oh, trying to find a happy medium walking 10 that's miles a, is a job yeah yeah yeah, that's yeah, what that the guy who owns the tannerite company dan dan mm -hmm. tanner he lives on this fucking mountaintop in Oregon and he's a fucking wild man like like he's got a bear feeder in his yard so to bring the bears, bears in to his yard and like he's in his man cave which is like a, a, it's like above the, his garage he's got like this I don't know it's about the size of a nice sized living room there's like a pool table and a bar like a legitimate bar and like fridge and That's you know cool. cool shit on the walls and guns and stuff but over by the window and it's one of those windows that like swings out like real wide. There's like a shooting bench with a Barrett 50 cal with a suppressor on it aimed out toward the bear feeder. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just sit up there and drink whiskey, wait on a bear to come into the yard. Well, 
<laughs> just, that seems like the least sporting way to kill him. Well, he's killing a bear. He's just wanting to kill. He's he's the he's one of the most hardcore wild men I've ever seen. Like when I got there, his wife just had given birth at home, and he had the afterbirth in a trash bag in the back of his truck. I seen it. I seen it. What was he gonna? I was like, do with it. Bear bait, right? Bear bait. <laughs> I mean, I'm I bet thinking it like. Do we really want to give him a taste of us? Like maybe just should you just burn that or something? Or oh. yeah, it'll be his last taste of anything. But he would go out on these. He would go on those hikes, like I described, like ten miles. He said, and he would use thermal um, binoculars, and he would spot the. I think it was elk. He would spot the elk at night, like early, early morning, like four a.m., five a.m., when the sun had not come up, and then he would stalk them for hours until he got within range of his rifle. And he would shoot the thing 10 miles from home. He'd go out there and butcher it and fill his pack up with butchered meat and then walk it back home the 10 miles. And I'm like, aren't there mountain lion up here? He's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I was, aren't you worried one might attack you? He'd be like, oh, that'd be a hell of a way to go, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, are you hoping that one will attack you? That's what it sounded like right Didn't now. Did you just like, have a child? Yeah. <laughs> Mountain yeah. lions are the reason I got my first gun. I, I used to go off-roading all the time. And just the way it was, I, I was farther than other people. So sometimes I'd get up there the night before. I couldn't leave that morning and arrive that morning. And I'm camping in the woods all by myself. Every little, like, stepping on a branch that breaks it. That You know, I'm in my tent. What's out there breaking branches? What is that? Oh, yeah. I distinctly heard it. You know, I'm thinking I'm by myself in the deep woods right there's nothing here it's primitive camping and i hear human voices what am i gonna do there's two of them like it, it, i could never beat up two people like it, gotta be like this <laughs> <laughs> is good a plan as I, I got a two gun. guys over there like i knew it larry that sasquatch get your gun <laughs> Sasquatch. See, Larry, they're like Pokemon. They can only say their own name. It's a real one. It's a real one out there. Pika. Yeah, let's go back and get Cletus for backup. Worst yeah. case scenario, it's just some city failure. We'll rake the shit out of him. <laughs> Squeal. Yeah. Dude, that. Now, this can't be the third time one week we come across a rapable northerner. <laughs> that was the thing. They weren't even northerners. Those people in deliverance were so backwoods that some white fellas from Atlanta were, were, were city boys. Like, that was enough. They, oh, yeah. They were city boys. Is that, was Burt Reynolds a city boy? Burt Reynolds was, was hardcore. Like, he was, the, he was the Chad of the group, right? Yeah, like, but, first of all, he's wearing nothing but a leather vest or something. And like no shirt underneath, and he's in great shape, and he's you know he's Burt Reynolds, he's great looking, and he's talking all sorts of. He's like, sometimes you got to lose yourself to find the way. And John Voight's like, the fuck are you smoking? <laughs> are you <laughs> I'm crazy? With, I'm with Voight on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it didn't make any sense, but he said something just like, sometimes you got to lose yourself to find the way. And it's like we're just going canoeing. Well, why right? was Burt yeah, Reynolds so <laughs> well equipped for this problem? Like equipped for what problem? Uh, at backwards people and oh, they weren't equipped at all. They they just had um. Yeah, that's what he I just had like. the only. I think the only one of them that had any weaponry was John Voight, and I think he just had his bow and arrow. You know, he just had like a um a regular old maybe it was mm -hmm. even a recurve. I don't. But he was equipped in terms of the skill set. But Reynolds won the day. No, I don't know if you remember Deliverance well. John it's Voight possible that I don't. I, it's maybe the first time <laughs> so, I foul up my movie recognition. But <laughs> so, the, so right off the bat, Burt Reynolds gets taken out of the ball game, right? Because the hillbillies start shooting at him from from them from up on the rocks while they're canoeing, mm -hmm. and they all and uh, they all get like topsy turvy down waterfalls, and Burt Reynolds breaks his leg severely, mm. and so yeah. now it's Ned Beatty. The, the most beta of the whole group and John he's, Voight. Who's the skinny one? The Ned Beatty? John Voight is the, is it, well, no, Ned Beatty's chunky. Okay. And, uh, and John Voight is, you know, he's, you know, John Voight. And then there's another guy with like real nerdy with glasses. And so the nerdy guy with glasses and Ned Beatty are down there just being really being pussies. Like, well, I don't know what we're going to do. It's just awful cold and wet. And John <laughs> Voight's like, gotta go up on the rocks. 
and he fucking climbs the rocks up there like 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 a wild man with his bow and he kills the fucking redneck the last redneck that's that's left behind and uh and gets him out of there but but then when they get out everybody's cousins up there so they're like the sheriff's like he's he's got the fucking hillbilly he's like he he had a cousin up there that was uh doing some hunting went missing a few days back y'all didn't see him did you no can't say we did he seems <laughs> to think you did you call me a liar sheriff well no i wouldn't go that far i wouldn't go that far but i'm watching <laughs> this is like it's super intense because they're just about to flood the valley and turn it into hydroelectric lake so they all know that like the mm. evidence will be gone soon yeah we've killed these two good old boys in the backwoods we got to get the fuck out of here yeah it was, it's a it, it's I a hard i didn't see that until this year or i guess last year it's a great movie I've seen it a couple times. It's uh, when, as I saw it when I, I saw it as a kid, it. it really fucked with me. I was maybe thirteen or fourteen, and I just remember it gave me that like nauseous, sort of sick to your stomach feeling. Yeah. Like I, it was such a thriller, and there was so much adrenaline going that like I, I got like an adrenaline dump of like of like oh I feel I feel kind of sick now. That's what I like <laughs> in a movie. It doesn't have to be that feeling. It's the fact that it inspires a real genuine feeling. Like that that's a, one of the ways that I evaluate movies. And and like, yeah, Jaws made the ocean seem scary. Deliverance mm -hmm. makes the woods seem like an unsafe place to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and you know, they I don't know. I've never felt scared in the woods necessarily, because like anybody who doing any raping in the woods is probably gonna be me. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 like I never got scared in the woods, I don't think ever. Um, but there was, there were times where like, I feel like if I had let myself get a little scared, started thinking thoughts that I could have scared myself. Cause you know, you're out there by yourself. Yeah. It's easy dark. for the mind to want. It it'll be completely dark and you can get turned around out there pretty easily. And like most of the places I hunted, if you just walk in a straight line or you use a star or the moon to find a straight line, I'm not saying I'm navigating celestially, celestially, but just walk in a straight line. I can accomplish that with the moon. I'll eventually hit a road. But still, if you, we, I was in a place one time where it was like government land and we'd never been there before. And we walked for like two miles out in the woods and then we got up in trees. And one of the guys had like one of those old school navigation things, mm -hmm. like a nav, uh, you know, like a hiker's navigation. GPS, box. are we saying? Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is before cell phones did that shit. Mm -hmm. And we go to walk out and he's like, shit. And I'm like, what do you mean shit? He's like, batteries are dead. And I'm like, well, because you had that, none of us even took that mental note of like where we went and how we turned. And it, there was a real case for us having to spend the night out in the wilderness at, at, for a while. We walked for an hour before we got out. And it, it, there was a while where it was just like, you're just hot and sweaty. It's like Southern Georgia nighttime. Mm -hmm. And you're, you're carrying a deer stand and a rifle and you're wearing camouflage. And it's just like, we shouldn't have came with these jackasses, Dad. Yeah. <laughs> Last one, time. They hunt twice a month. We, <laughs> why are we with these people? They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Why is he even leading us right now? You know he doesn't know where he's going. <laughs> just, just thought we're going to have to eat him. <laughs> well, I'm not wasting my deer meat. <laughs> I need, uh, if it comes down to it, I know, I know who's getting eaten, and it wasn't us. <laughs> it was the jackass who didn't bring an extra double A for his fucking... Yeah, sat nav. Yeah, yeah, it can get scary out there for real though. Um, I, I I don't know. I, I out in Texas, uh, we we would go out on like little stalks where we would just start walking in the moonlight with like a semi-automatic rifle and a night vision monocular, and there are mountain lions there. So it was like, hope hope that doesn't. We don't get eaten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it, that was a legitimate concern. It was like. But it made it cool, right? There was a little bit of danger. Like, probably not. Like, we could probably do this a, a hundred times and nothing would happen. But I don't know if we could do it 300 times without without anything happening. And so just kind of walking out in the middle of nowhere and really bright. Like, imagine the brightest full moon ever. And there's no light pollution out there. So, I mean, shadows are being cast by the moon. But still, it's just like, man, if, if he fucking jumps out at us, we got to be ready here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but that was more exciting than, than than scary i don't know that was fun i've never been in a bad wood situation like that that i could be but i've been in the ocean like I, we used to go jet skiing all the time we made some bad decisions like i want to say that i forget whose jet ski was which but one of them they have a bilge pump in there so if, if water gets in the engine compartment that it'll just pump that back out and uh 
but his had, I think it was his, had a crack in the hole. So if the motor turned off for some reason, his jet ski would sink. Mine, it didn't start properly. So if my motor turned off, then it wouldn't restart. Mm. Well, <laughs> we just both assume that we go out jet skiing, jumping waves in the ocean, and be flawless. Neither of us would ever fall all day long. That's <laughs> not how it went. <laughs> and uh, we get out there, and I forget who went down first, but in any case, we were getting sucked out to the ocean, uh, just like hanging on to jet skis, one of them half submerged, uh, without really a plan. Like, so the, the ocean level's dropping, and you have two islands, and the water's just rushing out from the bay mm -hmm. to the ocean. And no human could swim against a current like that. Like, you, we couldn't even stand in it. You know, the water was like nipple deep, maybe neck deep at times. Like, we would pass shallower areas, and you couldn't resist it. You know, you just kept getting sucked against your will. And eventually some fishermen <laughs> saw us on our way to our death and towed us back in. Like one of Kevin Spacey's victims getting sucked <laughs> against his <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, speaking of victims, I, I saw Weinstein got found guilty of third-degree rape. How, do they for, How many what counts? What does that mean? I think two, two I or two in counts. My, yeah. I, I just, I just know that like one of the charges he was found guilty of was like third-degree rape, and I think maybe sexual assault as well, or something like that. I wonder what kind of time that comes along with. You oh, think he'll, he's rich enough; he'll get off. I was going the like, other way. I he'll go in some bullshit like rich person jail and. Fall out of the news cycle and then over and over under two years. Over. Oh, I'd say over two years. I take like enough over time six. for it to. He's an to old man out. in bad health. How is he, or is he just pretend? Is he Walker aside? Like he doesn't look healthy. He doesn't pass the eye test. I don't need to hear that man's heart to know that it's not <laughs> doing well in there. Yeah, yeah. But the but, Walker thing is pretty hilarious. How old is he? I'm gonna uh, guess. 67 years old. Oh, okay. I pegged him in his 50s, but I'm not very, I'm no comp. 67. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, he is not a good looking 67. Right? He's yeah. the kind of guy that might only make 70, 72. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Cosby's I, I mean, making it a long time. But Cosby's a little healthier than that guy. Yeah. Somehow. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he yeah. Cosby was never oh, as fat as Weinstein. In the rape. Um, so yeah, I, I guess <clears throat> I, I think that his money and power will get him into a better prison, but I think he's going to get over six years, maybe over 10. Whoo! I don't even know. If, let me look at, is it federal? It's got to be state. Well, it's got to be state. What is right? third degree rape? Yeah, California. Good question. What the hell does that mean? Third degree rape sentence. Let's see what comes up. Oh, shit. Oh, uh, he could get uh apparently the sexual assault charge is the serious one. That's up to 25 years. Um, the third degree rape count is only punishable up to four years. So he's facing a potential 29 year sentence. Ooh. Well, so, hopefully he gets every bit of it. I I fact checked for a second, but uh it said no less than five years and up to twenty-five on my source. So that's in line with what you said. But the no less yeah. than five, I thought, was new information. Yeah. That's interesting. Maybe he'll flee. He's got a bunch of money. He can hide somewhere. Uh, Maybe an is island he free somewhere. enough for that? <laughs> I do not know. I'm yeah, he's out on bail. You know, throwing he's just, spaghetti he's at the wall to here. and from. I don't know why more people don't flee. Like, if you could put a million dollars in a bag and have somewhere where it... Damn, Kyle, guy, is this the time for this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I've plotted it out. <laughs> I, Look, Bolivia no, I is a wonderful place. Yeah. <laughs> I put a little bit of a tan on. I could look Bolivian. Get out of here. I mean, but you're right. Like, you would think these, like, multi-multi, like, hundreds of millions of dollars guys would just take their chances and be like, yeah, I'm running to... Uh, some country with no extradition treaty. I do wonder what would have happened to me if, if like during that interim between my state charges being dropped and the federal charges being put forward, I was a free man, 100%. There were no charges against me anywhere. Mm -hmm. What could I have done during that period of time to like better my situation? Like if I had moved to Colorado, would I have then been in a separate district? And like, like, would I have had to deal with a completely different federal prosecutor? Or would my case just revert back to Georgia? And they're like, show back up in Georgia for charges. What if I had gone to, to Canada? What if I completely repatriated to Canada? 
would well, we, they, they have an extradition treaty with us so they would have deported you. what do they do that like if i'm just being charged with a a, 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 a marijuana crime in a in the united states do they extradite me out of canada is that how i it don't works? know i know i don't know either here's yeah. what i do know uh my paramotor instructor shortly before he taught me actually crashed into another pilot his mm. propeller blended that pilot's wing at about 300 feet the other pilot had no reserve, came smashing to the ground. I don't know how many bones he broke or how long he was in that coma, but it was serious. I know this guy. He still flies, actually. <laughs> he walks with the cane or on crutches. He um, flies commercial now. Uh, <laughs> uh, he, he, has a, he has a trike. He launches and lands on wheels. Uh, I, I, I saw him at the ocean and he needed a uh, cane just to walk in the ocean. Like there was no letting oh, go. Man. Kings were, cranes are terrible in the sand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I saw him and, and he's like, yeah, they're going to have to go back in and replace like a section of bone, like, like, mm. kind of like an amputation with like they chop top and bottom bone and put something like titanium in it. Like mm. have a little section. He's fucked. Anyway, I don't know if he sued the instructor because he had to or because insurance forced him to or whatever. But that instructor moved to Germany. And it seemed yeah. related to, to what you were talking about, improving your yeah, situation. Yeah, I, I, yeah. He's just I'm not gone. Suggesting, <clears throat> yeah, I'm definitely not suggesting that I would have like become a fugitive from justice or, or anything like that. But I'm just wondering, was there a workaround during that brief interim where I was a free man where I just said, you know what? I'm going to go to Canada. I'm going to be a Canadian now. Or I'm going to go to yeah. wherever, France or the UK. Like, like I wonder if I, I had that option at that period and could have gotten free of all the nonsense. I don't know. Seems like that would have been like a... Well, quite literally, a get out of jail free card move, but they could it be that simple where they're like, I live in Canada now, bitch. And George is like, Fuck! shucks. <laughs> Shit. Well, it was, you know, again, it's federal charges too. So that's that's a, a horse of a different color because, the, you know, the state charges were dropped. You know, would the feds be more or less motivated if you left the country? Would they be like, ah, oh, fuck. Like, are we going to mess with all this? This is a pain in the ass for a possession charge. Or would they be like, ho, 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 you now we now. really want yeah. him. Let's call the Mounties. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's no way to catch up on our mounts. He's got a real car. He's got a of 30, 40 kilometers per hour. I mean, I think he figured out there's only about six miles of real country here after the border, and it's kind of just a wasteland. <laughs> I mean, you got Edmonton up there somewhere, but fuck. <laughs> you go and live in like none of it with a bunch of <laughs> the Eskimos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's funny. All right. Uh, well, that's probably a good a good time to cut it off. You want to play like some uh, Tarkov a little bit after this, Woody? Yes, please. That sounds yeah. fun. Yeah. EKN two eighty eight. <laughs> 